0: today i'm here with paul and joe how you guys doing
1: doing great this morning
0: i'm doing great i actually had an unexpected family thing come up everything's okay just a little hard feelings but it's fine so i'm actually (laughs) recording this thank goodness for audio because i'm recording this as i'm driving home from the visit so this will be great so this can be the greatest podcast of all time hopefully i don't die in the car so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me prayers, guys. I
1: I really don't think that if something were unfortunate were to happen that we should release this podcast. This is not that important to release it if something unfortunate were to happen. Yeah.
0: So if we Other God, than
1: the fact that it may have to be part of the trial. Yes. And, you know.
0: <laughs> and if I get to heaven for this and God's like, uh, you know, hey, because he knows when we're going to die and everything. And if He's like, yeah, you spent too much time podcasting, actually died doing the podcast,
2: I guess. Oh. I don't know. Be horrible, yeah. So. Yeah. As somebody now, who Chris, had, a, what, had, I had a car about. accident. Go ahead. What's up? Oh, Chris, while you're out and about, do you have a wire coat hanger handy in case you have birds hovering around you?
0: Yes. <laughs> we will talk about that later. Okay. Lots of developments. <laughs> We're going to get to Birdemic and... Hey, we might actually have a special guest. Uh yeah, we're to talk <laughs> about the offline. It'll be good. Right? yeah, I spent half the night talking to the star of Birdemic. And it was actually good. It wasn't a situation like our friend Alan Spencer. I mean uh, Alan well it's not Alan. No, I think this guy's name's Alan too, Alan Baugh, I believe. And yeah, yeah, so, yeah we'll to talk we'll talk about the offline because I'm not sure what we're doing at Bird Yeah, <laughs> But no, for something's that. coming. We could have a very special <laughs> podcast um he might be in so we'll have to figure that out You're but right. yeah we really want to talk quick about the Steelers thankfully there's not much going on um we're getting closer to the draft there are some free agency signings happening um today To J- Damian clownley who in paper is really good in reality he gets hurt a lot well he didn't go to the Browns last year and he might be to the Browns um uh, he was supposedly oh, yeah, in Cleveland today to the to sign with him. He may, he may not. Yes, he is a name, but he's a very big injury risk. But for the season we don't have that much Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, he, he hasn't played a full season in three seasons. No? I think it was two thousand seventeen was his last right. full season. So you know, but the two games he, games he does, does
2: play will be against that. us.
1: That's probably true. The yes. two games he does play will be against Pittsburgh, and he'll get seven sacks each game. <sighs> right. Because we don't have anybody so, playing offensive line.
0: <laughs> <so when laughs> Literally no stand, one. Yeah. And when we stand draft-wise, <laughs> the problem we got is we probably have, we've talked about this, like, what, four or five starter holes would be nice to fill. Technically speaking, you've got what, you know, your first three rounds, you're lucky if you can get three starters out of that. So even if they draft one well and get three starters, you still got two holes, you got to fill. So my th- thinking, and tell me if I'm wrong here, is we're going to see who's available in the draft, draft these guys, and then whoever we can't get position-wise, that's where I think they're going to try to get somebody in the cheap free agent wise. Does that make sense? Yep. That
1: makes perfect sense to me.
0: Now, I've heard some talk, and the Steelers made some minor signings. Honestly, guys, if one makes a practice squad, we should talk about it and celebrate But I'm not sure what to make of these signings. But, so let's just talk draft for a few minutes. I'm seeing a lot more talk. Uh, I guess some of the ESPN guys were on local Pittsburgh radio kind of saying, look, the Steelers might need to address quarterback this draft. And they've supposedly been talking to some guys. Paul, you're in the Pittsburgh area. Have you heard any of this talk? Is there more talk about the Steelers drafting a quarterback somewhere? If not the first round, maybe mill rounds.
2: Yeah, just this morning they were talking about apparently Mike Tomlin is deeply fascinated and enamored with Justin Fields, and that could lead to them trying to make something happen to move up so they can get him, which scares me to death.
1: Well, I, I think that should scare you to death. how far I mean you have to move up pretty far to get fields from where they're at.
2: Yeah, yeah, not uh, only
1: that, but just
2: to do that for uh, I hate to be the guy, but an Ohio State quarterback. You are
1: that guy. Um, he could be the next you are, time. That guy I just and that's, <laughs> that's and that's fine. You are that guy. Yeah, I think it's a tough it's a tough sell to say that it's worth uh sacrificing a lot to move up this draft to get that quarterback. I just don't see it right. myself when you have too many other holes to plug there's too much else yep. going on to sacrifice a lot for a quarterback at this point when i don't know i don't know if fields is a guy that's a long term guy i don't know
0: here's the thing about fields i see some things about fields i really like if you look at just the sugar bowl he's Patrick Mahomes i mean he's an amazing sugar bowl but i remember there were a couple games and I'm blank it was the Indiana game, I think maybe the Northwestern. so we're having some
1: technical issues on. with uh with here and Chris right now. Unless Chris that's is the way he's Area
2: fifty one
1: yeah that's the way that he's speaking now. I'm concerned that he's also driving yeah. uh, <laughs> we're just you're breaking up a whole lot, Chris right now uh so I'm not even sure the point that you were starting to make once you started talking there. So I hate to interrupt you but uh we're we're having the weirdest podcast ever today.
2: <laughs> he's kind of climbing on the Justin Fields bandwagon a little bit, I think.
1: Well he's talking about a good showing in what was it, the Sugar Bowl, right? Uh and he's got great showings all over the place. He has less games than other people have to really showcase. So it's and the there's always the question about, you know, the quality of the teams that they're playing against even when Ohio State's playing in the the Big 10, uh the Big 10 isn't the same as having quality uh opponents up and down your calendar. So um that's still, it's still kind of a tough sell. I've seen a lot of things that I really like when he's doing well. It's just almost impossible. I don't know how professional people do this. Uh, uh, evaluate somebody with a prediction of what they're going to do when they actually get to the pros. Um, yeah. That always just seems like kind of a crapshoot.
2: Because Cardale Jones had some amazing looking
1: games. Yes, he did. Uh, and then he, (laughs) then he stopped having those amazing looking games, uh, (laughs) and, uh, that became problematic. Um, yeah, I, I just feel, and and, you know, I, maybe I've been, uh, listening to Paul just a little bit too much that, (laughs) uh, especially for, for the unknown commodity that is fields. Um, I don't know if Pittsburgh's in a position to sacrifice a whole lot to move up at this phase to get a, a quarterback like him. If a quarterback like Fields falls to where they're at, which I think would be amazing. I think it's stunning. I don't think that's gonna happen. If it did, I would be less uh I would be less against the idea of drafting him. I still don't think that's the priority. Um, I still wouldn't do it, but uh, definitely absolutely not trading up to get him
2: yeah what now what if Kyle Trask falls to 24
1: uh, i don't know cuz i feel like if trask falls to 24 he's going to fall farther than that i think that's that now you're in a range where there isn't anybody who really needs quarterbacks and the, the teams who are coming up after that when you go back into round 2 those people just drafted quarterbacks and there's nobody in their right mind is going to draft multiple quarterbacks in one draft. So, you know, that then you're in a place where he's probably going to be back there in the late second. Uh, and that's where I think we, you, that's, that's where you can, uh, uh take a quarterback like that. Uh, I like Trask. I, I think he would be good on the Steelers, but I think he would be that late second round guy, not round one. Yes. I still Are think, you... I, th- I think running back is the, the priority. Are they getting yeah. one of those solid I, I runners? Was
2: offensive. Yeah. I was offensive line, but I don't know if, if we can get one of those top four guys at 24, I, I, I'd i be hard-pressed to pass that.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Because uh, offensive line is almost as, por- as important to the running game as a good runner. Uh, they have a couple of good runners. There's another couple of good runners out there. I uh, I think I sent out a message to our little group that – um, Giovanni Bernard is being released mm-hmm. by the, the Bengals and he would be a really good addition uh, as we've talked in previous podcasts about the idea that um, you need some veteran presence back there especially if you go out and get one of the in your first round go out there and get a really uh, a, a new rookie to have a veteran presence mm-hmm. there Giovanni Bernard would be a Wonderful addition for that role. Somebody who could really anchor down a solid, uh, you know, couple of series per game, uh, get you a couple of solid good carries, and be a locker room leader for a young stud who's going to go out there and pound through the wall.
2: Now, would you want Bernard with mustache or Sans mustache?
1: Oh, I think if you have a choice, you always want the mustache. I think, you know, there's, there's not enough guys who are rocking the mustache. So I think that's to be encouraged. If you, in, in this day and age, there's just not that, not enough, not as many mustaches going around. So someone who's got a solid one, you just like, "Mm, yeah, hang on to that stash. You know, that, 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 catcher
2: aspects of the game,
1: you know, that soup strainer up there, you know, that's, I think that, that that's going to add a good half yard to every single run. Oh, definitely. You keep some of that, uh, keep the breadcrumbs out of your mouth, you know, cut down on the carbs. (laughs) That's going to get you a good half yard of every single run, including the ones that are negative yardage because you don't have enough offensive linemen. Uh, You know, that'll add an extra half yard on that so you don't go back quite as far.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, where do you fall on trading up in the second round? get either a quarterback or oh man
1: see that's where like the, the that's where the craziness starts happening that's when the draft starts turning into the trading floor at wall street you know where just <laughs> people are just yelling stuff and uh you know that's where the madness happens that's where once you really you know to had a couple good sips of the kool-aid you start doing crazy stuff <laughs> i don't know i feel like at that point once the madness starts you might as well uh you, could, you can always, you know, if you've, if you've got the guy you want and you've got a solid fear that there's someone that's going to take him, getting into that second round, uh, sure. Because I think there's also the place where it's not going to cost you as much as trying to move up in the first round.
2: Yeah.
1: So you don't want to trade away too many, too many chips uh, trading up for a second round guy. <laughs> All
0: right. Hey, I'm back now. So my- hey,
1: welcome back. We missed you. We were a little worried, but your, uh you know, on Streamyard, the way we record these things, we can still see your video. So we knew that you were safe. We just couldn't hear you anymore for a little while. You were kind of that broken up thing. Doesn't uh, Chevy Chase do that bit where you go up into the and 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 that's all I have to say about that topic. <laughs> it was a little bit that for a while, so. Uh, we just like, okay, of, we're going to move on.
0: <laughs> probably half our listeners were very happy when they hear me and Moyne said, boy, <laughs> I'm going to head-on car crash.
1: We talked through a little bit about uh, the idea of trading up in the first round. We thought it wasn't a great idea. Um, and then we moved a in little into uh, what might happen in later rounds after we get through that first round pick, which we are hoping is a running back. Or, or a possibly a center or offensive lineman that will really nail things down, but uh, running back for sure. But getting into later rounds, that's where you're playing with uh, a smaller pile of chips. To move up in the first round, it would cost you a lot. Um, moving up in the second or third round doesn't cost you quite so much. Um, <laughs> but if you're sure you're going to get the guy you want, then yeah, sure, why not?
0: I heard
2: a couple of your thoughts. And, and strong I'm- takes on Bernard's mustache. Yes. Yes,
1: yes we were pro-mustache that uh, Giovanni Bernard should sign up, be a mentor to a, a, a rookie running back, and he should keep the mustache because that will give you a half yard on every run.
0: Well, I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I heard a couple of things you guys are saying. Kyle Trask, a couple of weeks ago, I heard everything about first-round pick, maybe into the, the first round. I'm hearing more like second, third, or maybe even fourth now. And I don't know if it was because you know people don't like him or if people – or maybe somebody had him up really high. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I heard some other things saying the Steelers might be interested in him. So
1: I think the Steelers are interested in him. It's just got to come at the right time. Right. Like we talked a little bit about, you know, first round is when all of those top quarterbacks are going to go. You get into the lower first round, all those people have quarterbacks. Um, and then when you get back around in the top of the second round, all those people just picked quarterbacks. So they don't need to pick two of them. um, Think, and so he may still be there in the lower second round.
0: Yeah, I think Trask is definitely there at 55. I think the question you have is they can't pressure themselves in the decision, but they're almost at a point where first or second round, you almost have to go running back lineman or lineman running back. Uh, but the problem is going to be, and we've talked about this before, is, you know, Najee Harris may not be there at 24. Uh, Travis Satian may not be there at 24. Uh, Javante Williams, a lot of people like him. He may not be there at 55. So like you guys are talking about, I missed that part of the conversation about you may have to move up in the second round. It makes it hard. Um, I don't know. The Justin Fields talk, I haven't seen the consistency out of him. I think it's kind of unfair. Some people say he doesn't work hard. I think he works hard. Just the games where he didn't look good kind of scares me in today's NFL. And, you know, not everyone's always going to play really well and everything, but the clunkers he had, it wasn't just, say, through picks. He made awful decisions. I mean, it was like, what are you doing here? You know, and you can't do that in the NFL. Because the NFL defenses are going to be a lot more tricky than the college ones were. So that's kind of where I was about that. Um, uh, d- yeah, so, I mean, running back linemen, I think, are, are going to be key. Uh, are, are there any linebackers you think you would have to take if they're available 24, or are you more looking at running back or line?
1: I, I, I mean, I think – yeah, in that order too. I think a, 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 you want that running back. Um, that's the first thing you want. And if, uh, if, if those top guys you don't want is there and there's a really good lineman uh, available, then that's valuable as well. But uh, I think that running back is what you really, really need at 24.
0: And Dave Molinari, he's one of the suitors writers for Post-Gazette. He made a pretty good point. I saw recently in a chat saying in that first and second round, you've got to get guys to start. And, yeah, maybe a guy like a linebacker or cornerback you get in the first round could start, but it may not be. I mean, you still, you've still got some decent corners. You've still got some decent linebackers. We've got to get starters in the draft at line and running back. So, yeah, I see that. and I I just hope the draft, you know, fills out where those guys are available. You never know. I mean, we could look at a billion mock drafts, and, you know, it's always going to happen like this. Somebody's going to go way early, and somebody's going to go way late. Like, you know, after the first round, you always see guys, you are like, man, some people are projecting to be 10th or 15th. They're still available in the second round. So that's just the unknown that we're not going to know until draft night. All right. Absolutely. Well, there are some <laughs> days. There are some days we could talk about the Steelers for probably eight hundred hours, and there's days where we talked about eighteen minutes, and people were like, "Man, they kind of drugged this out a little bit." And yeah, that's one of the days. So, any other thoughts on the Steelers before I go? On my laptop, and we'll have a more sane podcast on the next one we do.
1: I don't think we have anything more to say. Uh, we'll see if there's any more signings that happen. Um, between now and the draft, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of action because now we're into that phase where, you know, we have to sit, the, the shoe needs to drop in the draft. And then there's going to be a lot of cleanup to do after that. I think there's still more really solid players that are out there, probably some good guys who are going to end up on our roster. Um, but it, they're going to have to see what they can get out of a draft and then start making some calls to some of these, these, uh, the the vets who who don't have a landing spot right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. All right. So, yeah, that was our Steelers podcast today. Thanks for checking out. We'll be back next week. Um, It might be a short one, too, because, yeah, I I agree. I think the draft has got dropped. I think after that, you'll see some guys get signed. Uh, Alejandro Villalueva is a guy I could see possibly being signed. That's right. Maybe even a James Conner, depending on if he can't get a running back. So anything's possible, but right now
1: – Yeah, I don't see him moving until yeah, and, uh, until the draft's over and people know what they have.
0: Yeah, and right now you don't know what you have, so it doesn't make sense to sign any of these guys unless some guy really comes up that you have to get and you have him right now. And I definitely wouldn't classify Big Al or James Conner as that guy. So – well checking out the podcast. We appreciate it. And like I said, we're, we're going to have more content. Believe me, in a couple weeks, we'll, we'll be talking definitely for an hour about the Steelers once we get very close to draft time, but this is pretty much what we got for now. So uh, thanks for checking us out. I uh, appreciate Paul and Joe and what we'll, we got more content coming this week. Uh We'll see you back in a little bit. Have a good one.